Let's go, y'all. Cat food, everything around me. Let's go, y'all. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of Arch Conversations 3.0. To get it gay. <laughs> Sorry, it's not. No pun intended. To gay. Today. Today, we have with us Martin Wong and uh, apparently established fashion stylist in Singapore. What apparently? And a fashion and a fashion and a fitness enthusiast. Um, so I guess it's pretty evident that you're a fashion stylist and a fitness enthusiast. Right? I don't know, maybe some people don't know. Maybe they, yeah. they always think I'm a hairstylist. Yeah, so anyways, he's a fashion stylist and in a brief nutshell, what does a fashion stylist do? I basically... Um, before he answers, because it's, um, we're quite close, so we're going to make it a bit fun, being fitness enthusiasts and all that, every three minutes, Martin has to do an exercise. He loves giving people instructions of what to do, so in, after three minutes, when my, my timer goes off, he'll have to do uh, some burpees. Yes. Maybe three? Yeah. Okay. okay. Three. But, but the camera can't see me, right? Uh, it's alright. We know you're doing it. The, the timer started, yes? Oh. So, what does a fashion stylist have to do in Singapore? Basically, um, I think in every country is a little bit different, different yeah. the role. So, uh, Singapore. like in Singapore, we basically have to plan the shoots. We come up with the creative concept. Really? We Yeah, so creative concept comes from us. We kind of discuss it with the photographer. Mm. So, we pull the looks together and create a like total hair makeup outfit kind of look for the either it's a celebrity or model so for me it's a little bit different as well i also do tv so i just finished a project that's a reality tv can you show. name it because by the time uh, by the time this comes out it's mid-september it's a supermodel me Yay. yeah so f that's a bit different i had to come up with the whole concept for every single photo challenge they had and also plan the opening titles and uh yeah basically plan the whole whole styling concept of the whole show so when we say shoots we're talking about editorials all the way up to music videos to commercial work so the ads that you see if you see joanne pay in like a, our therapy ad mm. yeah that the concept and the outfits are planned by me mm. yeah. so we're talking about hair makeup and outfits yeah so when you say fashion style it's not like oh let's go and pull some clothing and then put it on this person and make them look good um it's also the creative concept behind the shoot yeah, there's a lot more. I thought that was. Work. I thought that would be the creative director for the shoot to come up with. Um, if it was like you know, it's a, a a commercial. There'll be like a producer and all that, right? Yeah, correct. So they come up with the big, the big idea concept, but then I come up with, for example, how the clothes direction should be like. If they tell me, oh, we need mm. a gold dress, I find the suitable kind of gold dress. Oh, or I thought a, you said a gold. Not dress. a gold dress, <laughs> like a gold dress. Yeah. Gold dress. Oh, okay, cool. So. That is for your fashion stylist side, right? And now that you're a fitness enthusiast, maybe a lot of people don't know he works out a lot, um, probably a bit too much. Talk a bit about that, about that too. What does, what does fitness really mean to you in current day? Because everybody's also jumping on this trend, right? All of us are working out from home or you know, with the whole COVID thing, being home most of the time, doing home workouts and whatnot. So what does fitness in this day mean to you? Fitness and health, wellness. I think um, with fitness it helps me take my mind off work it mm. gives me for example if i put myself in a gym or like i play a workout video it gives me like i know 45 minutes i don't i don't have to think about work i just do what i like doing mm. or like do it till i want to feel like i'm gonna die is it a form of escapism or is it a form of therapy i think it's a form of therapy it's mm. it's kind of um some people use it as escapism but 
I use it as a form of getting my mind off work so that during that period, I'll, usually clients will want to do calls, I'll say, no, no, this period, I'm call me after. And you give an allocated amount of time every day to do it? Yes. Every day? Every day. Ooh, time for burpees. So, three burpees. Back not very straight when you jump up. Hmm? Zuba's a bit confused. Can we see him? Can we see probably inside? That's cute. Yeah. No push-up because I had to do it over a dog. Alrighty, continue. You've allocated an amount of time every day for workouts. And a lot of people will say, oh, because you have the luxury to do that. Because you're a freelancer. Because, you know, whatever. But do you think that's an excuse? Like, I've also had other podcasters tell me, well, I'll just wake up earlier. Yeah, actually, I think working out is about discipline. It's about setting uh, like a routine in your lifestyle. I've, I have friends that go to work at 8.30, but they do a workout at 7, 7.30 just yeah. before, like somewhere near their workplace. Like they find a gym near their workplace or they do it at home early before they go to work. Mm. And I guess a lot of us now are work from home. Mm. We A lot of people don't actually go to the office every day. So I think saying that you can't find a time to work out is really an excuse. An excuse. Yeah. I would say give your body time to rest. Like for me now, I, I, wanted, I want to work out every day, but then I feel like aches and pains here and there, right? So then I'll tell myself, okay, every two days. But then you still give yourself. I think what working out has, does for, has done for me is, like he said, discipline. And I feel like once you have discipline in your life, everything else flows better. Work, you know, like family time, child time, everything will come together. And Jacelyn has covered my prompter, so I cannot see the next slide. <laughs> <clears throat> and also, right. also, I feel like working out um, really helps clear your mind. Because in that one, you know, sometimes you're just so focused on work the whole day, you kind of don't have time to think about the finer things that your work entails. Mm. But during that workout, because most of the workouts that I do, to be honest, I actually have done it quite a lot of times. For example, I spin spin on a crew TV mm. or I do a hit workout. So during that time while they're giving it, you can kind of still think about, give your work a little bit of clarity, like think about mm. the, the little, the finer details in the in the kind of work work that like that's coming out in the next few months, you know what I mean? Mm, I yeah. get it. Excuse me, sorry. Going on to our next topic um, will be the struggles in the industry. So, when I say struggles in the industry, I mean it might be a bit touchy as well because you are in fashion. We don't want to name names or talk about mm. people here and there. But like in general, you know, do you find like people are very gossipy? Do you find like what are the struggles in the, not just fashion, it's just fashion advertising everything, right? It I, comes together. I, what I th- are the challenges? I think for me, the biggest challenge when I first started out was uh, I've, I've been freelancing all my life. Except all for... All uh, my life. Except for an 11-month stint with a magazine, mm. which... Um, it's been three minutes, so um, I want you to do a half a sumo squat for the next three minutes until our next timer goes off. Jason, timer on, please. So, um, what are the struggles? <laughs> and as you were saying... Um, I, I really think... You cannot lean, sorry. There's no such... No, no, no leaning. Yeah. So, I, I think... I think for me, because my whole life I was a freelancer. Well, three minutes is a long time. <laughs> How long has it been? I've always been a freelancer. And Please look at the camera when you talk. So, um, I think not... Being a freelancer is tough because you never know when your next job is going to be. Mm. 
And I think the toughest part is really managing your finances so that you have enough money to pull through to your next job. Mm. I want to talk about this as well because, yes... While I'm I, in a squat. While you're in a squat. I understand that, like, I mean, at this point in his uh, career, his day rate is quite high. And we always say, oh, Martin has great jobs, you know, he pulls in a lot of money. But at the same time, like, I think what he says is very prevalent because... <laughs> oh, cheating! Because you don't have that for a monthly wage you don't have bonuses and so whatever you get like he said you really need to manage that and divide that because maybe you have jobs for three hey 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 i thought you're very fit maybe go back down maybe you have jobs for like three months and then you won't have jobs for another three months so in that sense yes it's about money but at the same time uh, managing your finances is very important would also would you consider finding jobs a struggle like have you had to sell your soul so to speak um, I, I don't know. Sometimes I think I back karma, no. Why? Because uh, sometimes someone wears something and I don't think it's really nice. I have to actually say it looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. Um, yeah, but not just about that, right? Not just about them looking bad in their clothes. Now you know actually he style you, right? Sometimes just he thinks it's No, but sometimes it works for the, you know, the clients like it. Then yeah. they just want reaffirmation you know like about your personal opinion like i'm sweating here i don't i don't look good but she wants me to do this fucking squat (laughs) continue (gasps) um but what i'm talking about is do you have to sell so in terms of gaining the sales in terms of getting the next job like do you have to like go and drink with your clients or you know like doing that kind of sales speech hang out work out with them um i think not not really some some days i do drink with my clients but that's because they have already become my friends. Ah, uh, okay. I, I'm, so you, I'm, I'm not. So in that sense, it's not like a sales job where, like, you know, a lot of salespeople they have to go out, kill their gut, kill their liver. Not, not really. Because the thing about me is, I don't really. How do I? But I don't go and pour clients just yeah. to get a job. Yeah. I'm. It's just not me. So in that sense, you do want to keep it quite real, but I know you hustle hard though. Yeah, I hustle. So I, how do you? You know what I mean? So it is just outside of just planning your timing for your planning your oh three minutes up you can sit down now. <sighs> um, instead of just planning out your finances, right? How do you plan for your next job? I plan for my next job. Um, recently I think with me helping to manage artists, manage some social media chaos like this one sometimes has helped because you can kind of think about how we can angle that person to pitch for a certain job. For example, mm. like we did Levi's. That was quite fun. Yeah. Because she loves Pokemon. Yeah. I used uh, to and I stopped. I used to like Pokemon. Yeah. So we kind of, you know, like I kind of like knew that there was this campaign coming about. Yeah. So I can kind of hustle to sell her to the client mm. in a... In an organic way. Organic so way. So it's still an organic fashion where like, yeah. if he knows a KOL or like celebrity who does this and that, and then you can pitch... Because then there is still quite good... What's that word? Like, it's believable. It's not like trying to put, for example, like... Um, Soup, like a dog for a cat ad. Yeah, or like someone who doesn't even like Pokemon, but you or put like them in Pokemon. Or like somebody who Pokemon, doesn't work out Pokemon. and then you give them a spin bike. Yeah, that <laughs> one That one is, is really a big question I mark. It. I don't get it. Alright, thanks for that. And in the next few minutes, you will have to go back to... Um, Maybe do another three burpees. To keep it easy for you, maybe we'll just keep doing three burpees per, per break. So, 
Same thing, right? Struggles in your industry as a fashion stylist, struggles in fitness. Okay, this is where it's a quite a personal subject. Do you feel like when you gain weight, do you guilt yourself? Like, do you fat shame yourself by like, okay, I'm eating too much, you know, I shouldn't be. But all of us on the sidelines see you and we know that you're fit and you work out and you're healthy. So is it just about health or is it also the vanity side mm. comes in as well? To be honest, uh, those that knew me last time knew I didn't really care about workout. Um... Cause I used to, there was this baggy clothes trend and it didn't help. I just kept putting on weight and I couldn't tell. Cause mm. I mean, everything covers up anyway. So. Not here though. Yeah, not here. Like you can tell lah, my old pictures. Yeah, it's quite bad. We'll, 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 I'll give He's her one so you can post it. bad, but it was yeah. not so bad yeah. as before. I, it's like a 大包 becoming a 小包. Yes, correct. Mm. Kind of. I got this hair so I have to kind of flip it. So <laughs> I think... Yes, to a certain extent, it's for vanity. Yeah. But yet, I feel like it. Fitness has really helped me um, find a different side of me that I never knew existed. Mm. Like people that when they first saw me, because uh, I first started working out, I started with spin because my friends started a spin studio called Cool Cycle, and I decided to support them. Mm. And then so. I went to the trial classes and the first two classes after I did it, I said, this is not for made for a human being. Mm. Like, no one can do this. Mm. So I actually fell off the bike and then I decided, okay, what the hell? Why don't I just buy a hundred classes and see where it goes? Challenge right? yourself. I challenged myself. So I started on this crazy, like the first day I ate so much, the second day I ate so much. And after a while, you realize that after you get the habit into working out, it actually becomes a routine mm. that you don't feel like... When I first started doing it, honestly, I hated it. Three burpees. You can talk about your burpee. So, basically, I hated it. And then, I began to love it because it created a a routine in my life that I know I'll wake up, like, lunchtime, I'll go spin, then I have my appointments I can schedule in the afternoon. And it actually made me, I feel, more energetic. I don't feel as lethargic. L- like lethargic. tired and lethargic as before. Mm. But what are the struggles? We're talking about the struggles here in terms of now, the you in the now as a fitness person, fitness enthusiast, right? When you gain the extra pounds or the extra kilos, do you guilt yourself and then like you stop, you eat less, you cut back? Just to like, you know, because both of us, we calorie count, right? So do the calories matter so much to you that you forget that it's just about, fitness is also just about being fun and healthy? I think for me, I fat shame myself every day. Mm. But I think people know it. Know, know that I say that. Not like I'm not serious about it. Mm. Obviously, I say I'm fat. I'm fat, but You'll obviously still eat. I'm You'll yeah. Still I'll still eat. eat. Mm. I'll still drink. But I don't. I try and eat healthier than before. Mm. I don't eat as much junk food. I hope. Mm. I was just eating a pack of bao before this, but yeah. Okay, I hope less junk food and I think the whole working out does make you think like hey I've did this whole workout do I really want to eat do I really want to go eat like KFC after this workout like, mm. yes sometimes I do but most of the time I'll think okay let's eat healthy let's have a salad bowl so do you think that being this healthy person has also helped you to understand your dietary needs better I think so yes and then because you worked out it kind of helps you want to eat better as well yeah because I, I feel eating better also helps in 
energy when I work. I don't feel so sluggish mm. when I go to work early in the morning because you know that, okay, for example, like I've realised that if I do a heavy breakfast in the morning, I end up feeling very tired by like 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock if I do an early morning kind of shoot because mm. the early, like your body has not, my body is the type of body that I'm not accustomed to having a heavy breakfast. So usually mm. I'll do like a black coffee or maybe I just do coconut water or like a soy milk and then mm. That, that for me is my breakfast and I do an earlier lunch like 12 o'clock which yep. most people do like a 1 or 2 p.m. kind of lunch yep. yeah so I guess that's also knowing your body better because I used to do like a heavy breakfast then I do heavy lunch and I'll do a heavy dinner then the mm. whole day you just feel like you're trying to get rid of the bloatedness and you feel very sluggish but after I working out yeah I agree with that wholeheartedly mm. because I feel like ever since I started working, for me it was when I was 28 and I got off the pill and I put on 5 kilos and I couldn't get it off. And I actually, was it was for vanity that I started working out to get rid of the extra 5 kilos, which didn't really happen in that way, but that's another story for another time. But because I've started working out, I don't think that my weight has, I'm not a lot skinnier than last time or anything like that. In fact, probably my shoulders got broader or like certain parts of you got because you get more muscle, so it gets don't bigger. Lie. That my hips don't lie, and I had a kid, so obviously the body keeps changing, right? But because of that, oh, three minutes, please do your burpees. So I'm more mindful of how I eat and what I put in my body because as I get older, I also want to kind of like maintain the level of activity that I have going into the future. So it became more of like an understanding of not just the workout, but whatever you eat correlates with however you work out and then it gives you the energy as you become an older person so it was a, a long journey to get there but I'm happy about where I am in terms of that that's why I asked you about that shame as well because when I I used to every time I put on another kilo or I, I'll be very upset then when I lose it and I cut back on eating then I'll be happy again like that number was so important to me and now this year actually I kind of like fuck it like fuck the number as long as I still fit into my clothes I still can look a bit fashion you know and I don't have to give up too much of my lifestyle I will still work out whatever I can and I'll try and eat the best as I can so now I try and do two vegetarian days not so much about my body but more for animals as we can see I like animals um, but working out has helped that for me as well um, going into our flowing into our next topic it would be about balance Everyone talks about balance. It's all over social media, it's all over quotes, it's all over everywhere, right? So, now, balance. And this is where both the fitness part, your lifestyle part and work will come together under one umbrella. What does balance mean to you and how do you balance that out? Because I know him as a personal friend and his schedule is haywire hectic. Some days very free, some days is like 6 to 11pm, you know, things like that. So, how do you find your own balance because he doesn't even have a schedule he doesn't even have a digital schedule or a written one it's all in here so basically what happens is I try and work out at least once a day but to be honest sometimes it's more than once a day if I have the time to do it okay I would say not once a day more like at least a 30-45 minute workout yeah. up to sometimes 90 yeah. minutes yeah. yeah so um that I try and do every day, but if I've work that requires me, for example, some of the shoot days are really early call time, like 6 a.m. and I end at 11, then I'll probably skip my workout day. And if the next day permits, I will do a, a workout, a slightly not so intense workout if I'm feeling tired or, you know, I still try and balance in a little bit of workout here and there. Like during my filming for 
supermodel me. It was really hectic, but we were filming like six, 12 to 16 hours every day, but I still managed to find a little bit of time, like maybe in the evening, do a little bit of like half an hour yoga or do like a very, very short hit or like go for a very short evening brisk walk. I don't run because uh, my knee started to hurt after I started running every day during circuit breaker, but I do like walking. So I like I'll, I'll go for a 30 minute brisk walk and then sleep and the next day I'm ready for work again. Yeah. So I think getting that in helps as well because you know after a long day of work sometimes you you feel achy and oh three minutes up and stuff like that but I feel a little bit of workout actually helps the the ache go away and it helps you sleep better. Mm. So to you whatever it is Work-life balance or lifestyle and work balance means adding that workout into your day. Mm. It's, I think for most people, even for me, sometimes it's like, oh, I have to work out because I feel like fat or like I'm sluggish and I need to work out a few better. But for you, it's the opposite where if you add the workout into your day, it actually mm. makes it better. Yeah, so I find time even in between my shoots. For example, during my reality TV that just ended, right? In between the recordings, in the cold, the, the sound stage, there's a lot of time. So I'll do my app work while everybody's like filming. Mm. I'll find my little corner and do my hollow hold or my navasana. Yeah, simple things. Alright, and that is like your fitness, right? And work. What about lifestyle? You know, what about not just, like, because everything you talk about is always just work and fitness. I've... Even as your friend, like, I feel like a lot of your life is just centered around work and fitness. Yeah. How about the rest of it? How do you, basically, how do you stay happy? I think, I don't know, my life really revolves a lot around my work and fitness and my family. So, I Lies. guess... Lies. He hangs out with his family once every two months. No, that's, that's not true. I love my parents. You love them, them, but you don't hang day. out. Yeah, but you don't hang out. It's not so much. Mm, my parents don't want to hang out with me. <laughs> they don't want to work out. So, okay. Put it this way. I feel everyone has a different centre, like, of their universe. So, the centre of his universe comprises of workout, fitness, and family. And as long mm. as those scales are kind of like a bit here, a bit there, mm. that that balance, and he's happy. Yeah. Um, for me, it's workout, work, family. Family includes boyfriend, just in case Cher thinks he's not in the picture. He's in the picture. There as well. And if that pie chart is kind of like balanced, then I'm okay. For example, if I have two two heavy work weeks, like if you have two three months of filming, like if I have two heavy work weeks, then I'll literally block off four days to give back to my child and so on and so forth. So that if you balance out your own chart, you need to know what makes you happy. Then I don't think there's anything that can really pull you down. That is if you are watching this and you have a phone and you have the internet and you're in, obviously in a first world country, if you're watching this, then if those things are balanced, nothing can bring you down mentally. Yeah. To conclude the entire podcast... Do you have any tips for people who, first of all, uh, oh, oh, do your do your thing first, yeah? I'll ask the question. Do you have any tips for people who want to get into fitness, don't know how, feel lazy and sluggish, no discipline? I think... Um, young stylist, stylist freelancers. I think young... My advice to young stylists is um, a lot of the veteran 
stylists actually look very unapproachable and very mean. Mm. But they're and not. And very bitchy. But they're not or they but are. But they're actually not. Oh. So, yeah. Like... I've never t- worked with a lot of stylists. But the ones that I have are all very nice. And, and, and I feel it's nice to ask people for opinions and advice when, when you're young stylists. Because you get different insights of how... That the their views, which mm. you can kind of use. You, you know, fashion is not a one-way street. I also think that I'm not a stylist, but I feel like if you are, you should also go and study up on the designers, their backgrounds, where did where did like avant-garde come from? Where did you know different kinds of fashion industry people started out? I feel like it's important and not just jump on trends. Yeah, that would be my take. Because for me, I didn't. If uh, you guys didn't know, I didn't study fashion. Mm. I actually studied mass comm, which is mm. totally out. Like, it's a different aspect of fashion. I majored in PR and advertising. So, mm. I think being in fashion, I really had to learn a lot from opinions from my mentor, who's now in Tokyo. You know, like, looking at magazines, you know, getting a little bit of inspiration here and there, reading up on the history of the designers, you know, from, like, Dior now in 2021 and Dior in 19, the 90s was a totally different thing. Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of designers has evolved and I think it's nice to, for the younger uh, stylists who are just starting out, it's nice to like hear from the veteran, mm. the, the older uh, stylists that's, that have been around because they have a lot more insight on their ideas on how, like for example, even a model's pose, like it could, it could be inspired from a post from the 70s yeah. but sometimes like I might not know it yeah. but you need someone to tell you this post was from the 70s mm. you know things like that It's it really helps a lot in the fashion in training your fashion eye mm. yeah and how about working out how about the fitness I really side? think okay working out is really um, about not being afraid to mm. go back to doing another type of workout for example if you did spin today and tomorrow you're aching really badly a lot of people will just say oh i'll take a week off and i'll just lie in bed Mm. but to me my take is not like that the next day you still have to kind of do a workout whether be it yoga to stretch out your your legs or your muscles or you know like for me i just went back to spin and by the third day you realize that your muscles get accustomed to that kind of movement Mm. that you don't actually ache anymore as much yeah. Uh, or you do a different kind of workout that uses a different muscle group. So you actually don't just give up and say, oh, I'll take a week break and then go back next week again. You just have to keep doing it and doing it until your muscles get used, get to, used it. to it. So recently we went on a hike in Bukatima and I don't really hike um, in Singapore at all. So that was the first time. And then we walked up like four kilometers, was it? Yeah. Three or four kilometers. But the elevation is really high because of Bukatima Hill, right? So it's a lot of steps, a lot of steps. 258 lot of steps. steps. Some, there are lots of steps. And the steps are like this high, right? So the next day, my calves ached. But I guess I'm a bit psycho nowadays. So like when I ha- do a new workout and a different muscle aches, I'm actually quite happy because I'm like, oh, my body still works. Because I work out, like, let's say I do spin, I do it so much that my legs stop aching in that area mm. anymore. And when I do yoga, then I'll suddenly like ache in a place where I don't need out. Okay. Well, I'm awakening, I see this awakening new muscles that were probably sleeping for a while because you don't do the exercise. So that's the other thing, right? You can't just do one exercise that encompasses all your muscle groups. Any workout you try, something new, will always go back into your squat because you're almost done with the conclusion. You have to squat until we conclude. Yay! 
Oh, sorry, bacon. You you will always find like new eggs and you can don't lean on the wall. Yeah, this cheating. is a wall squat, but he needs to move. I got no space. It's alright. Super is more important than you. And what was I saying? Think faster. I don't remember what was I saying. Conclusion. So each workout will basically make you understand that it's for a different muscle group, and that's cool. That's what I wanted to say. So he's in a squat for another three minutes. And are you done with giving out advice? My guess. Yeah? So anyway, thank you for listening, guys. And thank you, Marty, Suba, and Bacon for being in our podcast. <sighs> Why? We're not done yet. You have to say goodbye. <sighs> okay, say bye, bye, guys.